You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ogi Ogui, the lead pastor of Circle Church International. He envisions all men living Christ-centered lives. Be blessed as you listen. Hi, um, welcome to Midweek Service. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I, I think I just want to speak. I just want to speak, um, you know, from my heart and from my mind regarding maximizing potential. And then um, I just have a couple of things to start with. Potential. What is potential? Potential really is ability. Um, you are going to hear. You are going to hear. Um, my my laptop beep a couple of times. Like I said, I'm streaming from the. Um, I'm recording in the office area, and um, all of this is not professionally done. We're just trying to make sure we put something out. You know, for everyone who should have heard something or you know received information from us. Potential really is ability. The dormant deposits that the Lord has kept inside of you, and this month. We want to talk about maximizing the potential because we believe that for the rest of the year, um, your year cannot truly be, you know, dauntless if you don't know the things that God has given to you and how to use them. Um, there's a lady that said her name is Priscilla Shera. She's a she's a preacher of the gospel, and she said that one of the biggest pandemics of um, the gospel today is that the devil knows more about the weapons of um the christians than the christians do and one of such weapons is the deposits of god inside of you and so i want to talk to you about maximizing potential and the first thing i want to say about maximizing potential is this you need to think about the big picture you have to have a big picture do you understand what i'm saying it's not even discovering what the potential is because the silly thing about potential is that potential can either be Nature or nurture. Potential can either be nature, that is, you were born with these proclivities and potentials, or they can be nurtured, skills that you picked up and you learned. All right? Potential really is not necessarily, oh, God deposited it in me from when I was born. Sometimes it could just be that God gave you the ability to learn a skill, and then you learned that skill, and because you've learned the skill, you now have the potential to do so much more with the skill that you have learned. You see, that's also potential. And so the first important thing is not really discovering the potential, but really having an idea of the big picture. What am I saying? Many times you maximize potential on the road to destiny. You don't maximize potential for the sake of maximizing potential. You maximize potential on the road to destiny. What that means, or what that means for you, is that you have to be on the road to destiny. So I said something yesterday. I did a live video yesterday evening, and somebody asked me a question that's in the area of career, what if God is not saying anything? And I told him that many times... If in the absence of clear-cut leading, wisdom should lead you. And sometimes wisdom is ambition. Ambition is wisdom. Wisdom can be ambition. And so it's, it's sometimes wise to be ambitious. So what plans do you have for your life? 
10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now? And then what plans do you have for your life five years from now, three years from now, you know, 12 months from now? What plans do you have for your life by the end of this month? If you don't have plans like that, then you cannot truly and really maximize potential. So the first thing is for you to have an idea of the bigger picture. What am I trying to achieve? Where am I trying to go with all of this? What's my hope? What am I trying to gain? What do I hope to gain? If you can't answer these questions, then you can't really maximize potential. The second thing, or before I even get into the second thing, there's there's an illustration I used, you know, the last time I was trying to talk about this, and it is this. It was on the road to Damascus that Jesus met Paul. Do you understand? Paul was going somewhere. So many times, destiny meets you on the road to ambition. Ah, that's such an important quote. You should write that down. Many times, destiny meets you on the road to ambition. And so if you don't have a road, if you are not on the road to ambition, destiny will come there and it won't meet you. What am I trying to say? Some of you, the major problem here is this. A lot of people are not ambitious. A lot of people don't have ambition. A lot of people don't have plans. And so a lot of people keep on making the same mistakes. And so when opportunities come, because they are not in the place where the opportunity came to, they won't be able to seize the opportunity. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And so if you are going to maximize potential this year, you must sit down now and make a plan for yourself. By the end of the year, I want to have a million naira saved up. If you already have a million naira in savings, I want to have 10 million naira saved up. Do you understand what I'm saying? And try as much as possible to make sure that your plans push you. Do you understand? Because nobody can truly maximize potential if they don't have plans that help them stretch. Do you get, if you keep setting plans around what is comfortable, you won't achieve anything. But if you set plans around what is not just comfortable, but will make you stretch, then you will find out that you will achieve so much more than you thought you could achieve. So number one, the first thing I'm going to say to you is have an idea of the big picture. What's the plan? What's the goal? What do you hope to achieve? Where do you need to be? Where, where do you need to be? And I'm not just talking about, um, I'm not just talking about all oh, prophecies that went forth. Prophecies are good, but until you plan with prophecies, until you, until you make prophecies a guideline, a blueprint for plans, those prophecies will not be achieved. Paul said to Timothy that he should war a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone ahead of him, which means that the prophecies were designed to be weapons of war. And a very good way, aside from praying with prophecies, is planning with prophecies. So you pray with prophecies and you plan with prophecies. That's how, as a Christian, you you walk towards maximizing potential. All right. Number two. Number two is you have to have time management on lockdown. I'll say that again. You must have time management on lockdown. You cannot just be wasting your time this year. I mean, Sunday morning, you wake up, you go out, you visit a friend. Monday morning, you wake up, you go out, you visit a friend, and then the, and the first day is gone. 
then you do it on Tuesday, the second day is done. You do it on Wednesday, the third day is gone. Thursday, the fourth day is gone. Friday, until Saturday, the sixth day is gone. And on the seventh day, you rest because you are God. No. Instead, what you ought to do is make sure that you are productive every day. Listen, I learned something in secondary school or in the university. And I try to live my life by it. I, I don't many times because I'm you know, carried away doing many other things. But before I go to bed most days, I like to ask myself, you know, in my head, what have you done today that is productive? Do you get what I'm saying? Of course, there are periods of rest where what you have done that is productive is that you rested. All right. But if every day the productive thing that you did is that you rested, then you are not being productive. So you need to ask yourself, what have I done today? That is productive. How have I used my time today? I had 24 hours today. How did I utilize it? Some of you, you sleep most of the day and you are proud of it. You have 24 hours of the day and you sleep 10, 10 hours. You are sleeping 10 hours. I mean, aside from, so you have your normal eight hours sleep in the night of which I know eight hours is prescribed, but I don't think anybody who is truly chasing after maximizing potential sleeps eight hours at night i don't think so all right i don't think so because to sleep eight hours at night i'm going to go to bed by 10 p.m and wake up sometime around what 6 a.m 10 p.m i could have done things between 10 and 12 you know what i mean so i don't think anybody sleeps i think you should sleep six hours but eight hours i think you could use it extra two hours to rest or do something you know maximize potential but make sure that your time is well planned. A lot of people, all you do is sleep. So you sleep eight hours at night. You wake up in the, and then you wake up by six a.m., seven a.m. at then and then the next thing you do is maybe watch a series, then sleep. And then before you know what's going on, it's two p.m. and then you call a friend, gist, then scroll through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, find out what's going on, Snapchat, TikTok, and then when you've done all of those. It's 6 p.m. And so you, you cook for the family. That's the only productive thing you have done. You cook for the family and then sleep. Or watch African Magic or Netflix and then sleep. That's your life. Listen, if that's the way you rule your life, if that's the way you run your life, number one, you're not being productive. And number two, you can never maximize potential. And then finally, number three, you can never be successful because nobody stumbles onto success. Success is never accidental. Success is the success, even when success is accidental, the accident is premised upon a series of activities that led to an accident. Nobody dumbass can achieve success. That's what I'm trying to say. Nobody accidentally climbs a mountain. You can't sleepwalk up a mountain. No matter how you know creative you are as a sleepwalker, you can't sleepwalk up a mountain. Do you get what I'm saying? So, if you are going to be successful, then you must be productive. And you must have time management on lockdown. It is, it is necessary that you do so. Alright, during the course of um, this teaching series... Um, I'd like you to leave questions, you know, in the YouTube comment section, on the Mixlr comment section. And then also, I'd like you to leave questions, you know, um, send an email. You can either send an email to circlechurchng at gmail.com or you send 
um, a DM to me personally on Instagram at PST underscore OGE. I want to be able to answer your questions. All right. Um, this is an introductory session, so it might not be as long as other sessions should be, but it will be as instructive. I promise you. It, it, it will be. If you pay attention to the things I'm saying, it will be as instructive. Now, let me talk about potentials and how potentials are gained. Some people are born with potentials, all right? Some people notice that they have a natural propensity for leadership. Some people notice that they have a naturally good voice. Some people notice that they have, um, you know, ideas. Some people are idea machines. They have all these ideas that keep coming every time, and um, they really can't um, stop them. They just come. They just keep having idea upon idea upon idea upon idea, and that's good. You know what I mean? So some people have those kinds of ideas. Some people are leaders. Some people are um, natural speakers. I mean, have you heard? You know, there are some of your friends that naturally know how to tell a story. You know what I mean? They just not, like the gist is always sweeter with them. They know exactly what to say. They know how to make the sound effect. They know how to weave the suspense into the story. Whereas you, if you were asked to tell a story, you would start from the end, then realize that, oh, I should have said this before. Then you're not okay. Hold on. Then you go back again and then you now realize that, oh, I should have actually said this before saying this, before saying that. And then you're confused and then the story doesn't make sense. But some people are just good at it. They know how to start from the beginning use their tenses right, say everything and then as I'm saying it's you too, you're at the edge of your seat like, so what happened next? What happened next? Where am I going to from here? What happened next? You see, everybody has um, or most people have those natural propensities. But there are people who as it were don't have, you know, those standout natural propensities. That is they are not natural speakers or storytellers or musicians or any of those. But what they are is that they, have, they can learn. Everybody can learn. All right? Everyone can learn in some way. And so what you have that many other people out there don't have is the ability to learn. And so if you, if you say, okay, I don't have natural potential, you can learn a skill. Do you understand what I'm saying? And hone that skill. I said it before, that what many people call talent is a skill that somebody honed over a period of time and it has become so good that it looks natural. A lot of people say the difference between Messi and Ronaldo is that Messi's own is talent, Ronaldo's own is training. Messi trains. Both of them had the football skill. They probably played football as kids and then picked up the skill. And what happened? They nurtured that skill so well that it now looks like magic. There's a saying that at its root form, magic and science are indistinguishable. At its root form, talent and skill are indistinguishable. Because once skill has been properly honed, it begins to look like a talent. 
Do you know what I'm saying? So, for instance, you see somebody who went to school and studied psychology and then psycho, um, psychoanalysis, he knows how to do all of those, and then he looks at you and he immediately, just from having a five-minute conversation with you, he tells you, you are an only child, you were this, this happened, that happened, and they're like, my God, that's such a wonderful talent. No, God didn't give him the ability to psychoanalyze other people. What God gave him is the ability to learn, an ability he gave everybody. What you are watching is skill that was perfected over a period of time. Even people who know how to sing, if they will become professional musicians, need to train their voices. Do you understand? And so Bishop Oyedepo will always say, talent without training is, tra- is trash, is true. The man is correct. Talent without training is trash. And so... If you are going to maximize potential, forget about talent. Listen, forget about looking for that thing inside of you that God has put inside of you that you know you will sell to the world. No. Some of you have it. And kudos to you. Some of you don't. Some of you, what you have that you have not yet discovered is the drive to do business. The drive, not the skill, but the drive. So you can, you always have the drive to turn, to make money out of things. But you see, that drive is not enough to make you successful. You must go out and learn how to do it. That okay, so if I'm going to make money out of this, I have to learn how to market. I have to learn how to do this. I have to learn product viability. I have to learn all of those things. That's the reason why a lot of you start businesses and they crash, you know. Listen, let me tell you something. A lot of people who are trying entrepreneurship have no business there yet. They have a drive to make money out of things, to be entrepreneurs, to start something and grow it and make money out of it. But what they don't know how to do is create a structure that makes them money and keeps the money flowing. And for that, you might need to go and get a nine-to-five job. Work there for about five years, ten years. When you've gotten that knowledge, you can now come out and push do you get it? So, in maximizing potential, you must realize, somebody asked a question, he sent a question to the email and he said, what if you have so many talents? How do you balance all of them and bring them into harmony in such a way that you maximize all of them? Listen, you don't have to maximize everything. Do you understand? And they don't all have to work in harmony. I've always said balance does not mean balance does not mean equal amounts of both sides. Balance means the right amount of all the sides. If I have, if I want to eat 10 grams of rice, I don't need 10 grams of stew to eat 10 grams of rice. 10 grams of stew will drown 10 grams of rice. I will be drinking stew with a touch of rice. If I want to eat 10 grams of rice with stew, I might have 10 grams of rice and maybe um, um, 50 milligrams of stew you know something like that or 10 grams of rice and 1 gram of stew that's balance a balanced diet is not equal amounts of all classes of food a balanced diet is the right amount of all classes of food because if I have proteins 4 times a day I shouldn't have sugar 4 times a day because <laughs> I can have diabetes you know what I mean and so if you're going to balance your potentials. What you need to ask yourself is, which potentials do I have that have the propensity to, you know, um, for 
not to sound very simple, but has have the potential to make me the most amount of money. Which ones are more marketable? Which ones are more? Which ones can be converted more easily? And then when you have answered that question, the next thing you now want to say is, okay, do I have other potentials that can make this one that is already marketable even a little bit more marketable? If the answer is no, then leave all of them. A lot of CEOs are great at sports. You know, um, Chris Brown, the singer, is a very good basketballer, but then he's a singer. Do you get what I'm saying? He doesn't have to combine singing and basketballing. But then if he has the ability to combine them in such a way that it even boosts his music career or the music career boosts his basketball career, then okay, go ahead. A lot of pastors are great musicians, but they are pastors, so they don't have to play music. Sometimes you pastor first, then you start music later. And that's the way potential works. So some of you... Um, you have the potential, you can be a great MC, you can also be a comedian, you can also be an actor, and then you're trying to see how you can marry all of them. Start one first. Maybe start an MC business first, or go and audition to be an actor, or start a music career. And then when the music career blows, you know, or grows, you can then, on the strength of the music career, start an MC business. Or on the strength of the music career, start a comedy, you know, show or something. But what you shouldn't do is try to juggle around. And I see a lot of people do that. So I check your bio, you are an MC, you are an actor, you are a preacher, you are everything. And of course, some of them don't clash. And then for the ones that don't clash, you can do concurrently. But there are some that just clash. And then you can't do one and be the other at the same time. Choose one. Do the one that you are good at. You know, there's this Instagram real audio that goes around that it hurts me when I hear people say that a jack of all trades is the master of none because then they all, they don't get the full saying, which is that a jack of all trades is a master of none, but it's still better than a master of one. And I think that's nonsense because if I was looking for a dentist and then I went to a hospital and then I saw it and I saw two doctors and then I said, oh, I need a dentist. And one says, well, I went to school to become a dentist and I've been a dentist for 30 years. And the other says, well, I'm a general practitioner. I put my hand in everything. I've been doing it for 30 years. Now, you, if you were in my shoes, which one would you pick? Would you pick the general practitioner who has been doing everything and not really focusing on dentistry for 30 years? Or would you pick the dentist who has been focus- focusing on dentistry for 30 years? I want to believe that you're going to pick the one who has honed his craft. And that's why a lot of you are missing it. You are a makeup artist today. Tomorrow you are selling wigs. Next tomorrow you are selling perfumes. The other day you are trying to get into the shoe business and you are not honing your craft in any other way. You need to hone your craft. Somebody said that focus is following one course until success. Let me tell you, as a general rule of thumb, if you haven't given a business your best for three years, you cannot say that it did not work. Because according to statistics, um, it takes a business three years to determine whether it's going to fold up or whether it's going to grow. Most businesses average three years, then the ones that don't average five years. But some of you, six months you gave the business, you've not seen your capital back, and so you said it's not working, so you ran away, you disappeared, you're not doing it again. And you're not going to maximize potential that way. Consistency is key. Some of you, 
um, you're, you're an entrepreneur, but then what you haven't learned is how to wake up every morning, get dressed, carry your laptop, open it. Others are not coming in yet. But what you are doing is you are researching. Research is work. You're researching on how to better your product. You're researching on how to sell more. You're researching on how to make it work. That's, listen, that's what you need to do to maximize potential. But instead, you're an entrepreneur, you wake up in the morning, you open your phone, have I gotten any orders today? Ha, huh? no orders. You close the phone, you open your laptop, you switch on your hotspot. Next stop is Netflix. Till an order comes in. And so what you are doing is you are getting one order every four days, or one order every ten days, or one order every month, or three in a month. And then you put on your bio, CEO. Come on, keep quiet. Research. Many times you're not getting orders because you're not reaching out the right way. And you will find out in research. So how do I get this? How do I do this better? How do we make this work better? How do we change this? Watch videos. Listen, one of the biggest advantages we have in our generation is YouTube. The fact that there are people who have hacked it, gotten it, and then they thought, okay, let's make a video about it and put it on YouTube. And so before I would have had to go to the library or interview people, but now I can just go on YouTube and type how to sell wigs better online. And there will be a video. I have never typed that inquiry before, but I'm very sure that if I type that, I would see a video highlighting how to sell wigs better online. There will be a video talking about it. But you have never researched, you have never checked, you are still doing the same thing and you think you will maximize, you can't make the best of the year that way. So the next thing is if you want to maximize potential, go for knowledge. Alright, go for knowledge. It will help you go for knowledge. That's the only way. That really is the only way. Okay? Please don't forget. Um, please, um, if you've got questions, ask them in the YouTube comment section. Or ask them on Mixlr Live. And then also, please and please and please, um, try as much as possible to make sure that... Um, you you watch this and follow through with the series like i said this is an introductory um session and so it shouldn't last us more than 25 to 30 minutes um but i want to believe that next week um i'd have a guest um someone who would put us through and um depending on the questions i receive i would have a guest to answer the questions that we have okay all right god bless you i love you guys i will see you guys around Thank you for listening. For more, head over to circlechurchglobal.org or visit any of the church campus addresses on the website. God bless you.